Steven. Adam, how are you? I'm I'm fair to Madeline. How are you? I'm okay, I guess. I didn't... Well, I said I wasn't going to do any exercise yesterday, and today was kind of the same dealy. I, I went for a walk, but I was okay this morning, but my blood pressure peaked again, went mad on me. So around five o'clock, half four, so I decided that I would go to bed for a couple of hours to see what it help it and just alleviate it but it's a real pain in the hole because it kind of throws everything off kilter and also i like i've i've work to do and i i'm struggling to do it but it like if i were to take time off i i still have to get the work done so it's it's kind of bugging me a bit i think you raise a fair point and i, I think we should come back to just you in a second but like that thing about not taking off work if this was in a different situation, like you weren't confined to the house all day, would you take a day off work? I probably might, but some of the work I'm doing, you know, it just, it's work that's outstanding and needs to be done. Yeah. As, as opposed to something that I can cancel and put back for a few months, you know? Right, yeah. I mean, that that's just, when you said that, I was thinking, Jesus, I bet you there's so many people who aren't calling in sick now just because they've no excuse they're at home anyway they feel like they have to work but are you feeling better after your nap like is anything changed i checked my blood pressure right before we started on this and my blood pressure was still high but it had come down a bit so the, the bit of a snooze did help right see like this is the point where i think we absolutely should be reiterating for people that we're not experts so anything i say to you or anything you say i guess that that's advice to me is totally null in any sort of medical or holistic health wise sense so i don't even know if going about running doing mad shit is good for you if you're feeling woozy and, and not great yeah i don't either which is why i haven't really been doing anything but i do think going for a walk is you know that's fine so but i think i'm thinking maybe sitting in front of the computer for too long as well is probably not good so i, th- I think i need to kind of get up go for maybe a 10 minute walk every hour or something just to just to get myself moving and well that's one thing that like i'd be familiar enough with the work from home environment and the one piece of advice i I try to give to people who've never done it before is to keep some semblance of your before and after work routine like if you commute if you walk to work if you walk to a bus you're getting you're getting up and you're having a shower and you're going straight to work you're missing that bit of routine that you mightn't even realize is vital to something either in your mind or in your body that's keeping you kind of ticking over that mm. maybe get up at the same time you normally would if you were going to work and use that commute time to just walk a kilometer and back and the same as soon as you finish work i i think keeping your body in a routine because like as much as our minds are freaking out our bodies are co- totally also going hold on a second this isn't my routine I'm not used to anything. Like, that's why probably why we're dreaming weird. That's probably why we're dreaming weird. Our sleep patterns are totally out of whack because I'm definitely staying up later and I'm getting up later. 
Like I'm I'm kind of okay with that. I thought I would be way worse, to be honest. Now a weekend's alright. Uh, I've been sleeping in a bit, but generally no, I'm I'm up in the morning and, and ready to go. I am staying up later than I should. I should be getting more sleep. And even yesterday when I had was full of good intention, I just didn't go to bed, you know. Kinda once you're once you're finished and you're sitting there, you just kinda want that time to be yours. And, yeah, and going to bed kind of is robbing you of small. I think I think the best thing you can do now is do a little bit of research, or if anyone listening is a little bit more clued up than I am on this, do let us know what you think we should be doing in situations like that. Where I don't know if this is striking the balance between excuse binge and physically not able to binge. Like I don't, yeah. want, I don't want to be riding you going here, get, get out. Go for a run and you'll feel better because where in most cases that is totally true. I am afraid to say that to you now. Yeah, I don't like I am checking the, the blood pressure every now and again. I think if I if I got a break on it, I would go back. Yeah, because I, I am kind of missing it. You know, I, I, I was enjoying it, but I am just a little bit cautious of it because I again, I don't really know what I should be at. Gonna be a shit boring series if you can't. I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you get up to? Me, I went out and did my. Today was my day where, as opposed to doing a run, I'll do my two walks. Actually, yesterday I did a walk and a run, but uh, I went out on my walk twice today, and it got me thinking about things that I never noticed before about society, or that have changed a little bit. Is there anything you've noticed that has changed, or you just never noticed before? No, nothing. Nothing at all. <laughs> Do you know what's got me? Traffic lights. Go on. The, the buttons, you know the buttons you press? Mm. Totally fucking redundant. I haven't touched a traffic light button in about eight weeks. And they're still going off for me. Like... I think they're a placebo effect. They're absolutely a placebo effect. I'm never going to touch them again. All three are little boxes of germs that make you feel more patient when you're not changing anything outside of yourself at all. The only thing I like about traffic lights is when you touch them and you can feel them uh, vibrating because for blind people to show them, oh, yeah, yeah. Cro- or not blind people, ones. deaf people. Otherwise, the other ones. Yeah, those other ones. Did you know there's different floor markings for blind people so they know what kind of crossing they're at and stuff like that? Yeah, so they can welt them with the sticks. Yeah, but it's also like some ones have lines, some of them are dots. That's not just an aesthetic choice. They actually mean different things. Hmm. Yeah, it's nuts. But, don't get the boxes. Absolute placebo effect. And I was standing at a... Now, I will say, some of them aren't placebo effect. Like, I know the ones in UL, there's ones there and you press the button and then it changes off almost automatically. So, I think not all of them are placebo effect ones, but there are definitely ones and you're kind of going, ah, come on now. Right, so, you could be onto something. I live on... I Every episode I give away more about where I fucking live. <laughs> I live on the street where the National Centre of the Blind is. Okay, so you live uh, by the Grand Canal on the street near the National Centre for the Blind. Find me, yeah. And they say that the traffic lights on my street are more reactive than any other street in Dublin because that's where they train blind people to use traffic lights. Oh yeah, you were flagging that one to me a while back as well, I remember. Yeah, and it's it's makes sense and I do notice that they're very reactive. But as I got to the other side... I was standing there going, like, this makes no difference whether I push it a million times or not. And generally, I like pushing the buttons, but now, fuck them. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I don't think I, I, I don't think it usually makes that much of a difference. Do you know what was kind of cool? Go on. One day I was up on my bicycle, 
and I had to go through traffic lights. And there wasn't much cars around and the traffic lights detected that I was there and kind of turned, changed for me so, and sent me on my way, which I thought was kind of cool. Actually. That's very good. Did you know they get louder if you shout at them? What, traffic lights? Yeah. They're not loud at all. They're lights. No, the, the box that beeps when you're going past it. Does it? To let you know you're allowed to cross. You want to boop, boop. It gets louder if you shout at it. You shout at it, they get louder. Uh, because oh wow, when cars are going by, and if you're deaf, you know you have to be able to hear it. So their volume goes up and down with their environment. But a byproduct of that is if you shout at a traffic light button, it'll get louder and shout back at you. I didn't know that, and that's a game changer for me. Give it a try. Anyone Sorry. listening, give it a try. Go shout at the traffic lights. Because I like shouting at inanimate objects. You were shaking your fist at crows the other day, so I imagined. Well, they're not inanimate. They're crows. No, they don't have fists to shake back at you. Either way, go shouting at traffic lights. It'll be a great source of stress relief and it might help your blood pressure. That is quite intriguing. Yep. I am very intrigued. So what are you going doing for yourself for the evening? Um... Do you know what I'm doing, actually? I'm going on to the last episode in the new series of Ozark, and I am super horny for it. I can't wait. Okay, I um, I haven't seen that. Let me know how it goes, because I'd be interested. I've been watching Afterlife, which I've really enjoyed. I'm a huge Gervais fan, but I haven't watched the first season yet, um, mm. for two reasons, mainly. Um, I'm afraid it's going to be too sad, because that's what he does really really well as he makes uh really touching uh, shows and when he does them on his own like with Derek I, he doesn't really have merchant there to tone mm. that down with 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 the more kind of lighthearted comedy it goes really visceral uh in how sad it is and the second part is I think Carl Pilkington has absolutely out Gervais Gervais with sick of it that is a perfect tv show I haven't seen that now oh it's but brilliant I- I really enjoyed Afterlife. I thought it was very good, very dark, like you were saying. Um, but I really enjoyed it. And I saw Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan, a comedian from Cork, tweeted saying that he didn't like Afterlife and that he liked Ricky Gervais' other stuff, but just thought it was like medium or something, midland. And uh, Ricky Gervais liked his tweet, which kind of tickled me. Ricky Gervais searches his own name and likes everything about himself, which I think is very Ricky Gervais. Yeah, yeah, it's sort of uh, on brand. Another little um, interesting Twitter account, because we were talking about interesting Twitter accounts the other day. Now, again, I said I haven't seen it, but I know the clip of, you know, the little um, red-headed child in it that Gervais calls a fat cunt and calls Gervais a pedo. Wait, say that again? In the first series, there's a uh, a little school kid, a redheaded school kid, and he yeah, calls yeah. oh yeah, 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 yeah. Someone has set up a Twitter account as that child, and every time Gervais tweets, this account tweets at him calling him a pedo, which is brilliant. Yeah, some people have so much energy for these kind of trolling exercises. He set it up as a bot; it do- does it automatically. Oh wow! Yeah, took his effort out of it. Mm, it's extremely efficient beetle calling, if you ask me. Um, what are you going doing for the evening? I am going to go back to the work that I was trying to do because I fell asleep and I, I need to get it done, so I want to get it done t- tonight. Fair play, So yeah. I'm going to be sitting here and I'm going to edit this and I'm going to get that work done. That is my plan. Well, no joy at all. Well, I won't so, keep you from so, it. Right, I'm going to get stuck into all of this nonsense. Um... Feel sorry for me, okay? 
Uh, I can't say I'll try, but I'll try to try. Have a good evening and stay away from yourself. Same to you, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Good luck.